You're listening to the Paradigm Shift Podcast. You're listening to episode five of the Paradigm Shift Podcast. My name is Alex Sanfilippo. I'm the founder of dailyps.com. And joining me today is one of my good friends, Sean Kernahan. He's a writer for dailyps.com. And uh, I'm going to let him share a little bit more about himself. Sean, how are you doing today? I'm good, man. Doing awesome. Awesome. Tell us a little about yourself before we get started here. Um, so I just turned 30. I feel old. Sorry for anybody that's older than 30. But uh, um, yeah, I'm a dad, a father, and a husband to uh, two beautiful ladies in my life. And um, I'm a church brat. I've grown up in church my whole life. But doesn't mean I always follow the church rules. But I guess we'll see. Right. Yeah. You're doing good now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We're on the straight and narrow. I found Jesus a long time ago and That's actually good. decided to follow him. That's awesome. Uh, Sean, so something I've been thinking about lately, and we've had some discussions about, is God's love, which is a very general topic. But I know that just with talking with you and looking at some recent posts you've written on Daily PS, you've got a lot of wisdom on this topic, and God's really given you some serious revelations that impacted my life in a huge way. I know we, we talked about it being a, a podcast because I just know how many people it's going to impact and help. And so I'm just going to jump right into the questions on this, on this topic today. And th- to kind of start off, the first thing I'm going to say is many Christians and honestly even people that, that aren't Christians feel like being a Christian, Christianity itself, and, and following God is really based on performance and rules and how well you, you, you do on those things, basically saying, okay, how well am I following the Bible? And so often we, we kind of view God as our king and our judge but the important thing to remember, he, he's also our, our savior and, and our father, our friend. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he's so many things to us. And so what, is your, what are your thoughts on this? How can this really help people, and what, what can you tell us on this topic? Um, honestly, so this ties into me being a dad, and I think even if you're not a parent, you can relate to this because you're either uh, a son or a daughter. Um, so I have a two-year-old. She just turned two, and I... <laughs> She just learned to walk like a year or so ago. And, you know, you may have heard pastors talk about it, but when we were teaching her how to walk, she would fall a lot. She just, you know, she's just clumsy. Right. She's a little baby. What does she know? And, um, you know, she would fall a lot. And, you know, I think people often perceive when they think of God and they think about, you know, performance, they think, well, I know I just became a Christian, but I need to, I should already know how to run. And it's like, well, you haven't even figured out how to walk yet. You know, when my daughter trips and falls when she's trying to figure out how to walk, I don't get upset at her. I don't like, you know, you're so dumb. Like, why would you do this, you know? And, like, even now, she's, you know, older than two. She's been walking for a long time. But she'll still get tired, you know, and sleepy and groggy, and she'll start tripping over everything, you know? And I don't get mad at her of, like, how you forgot already how to walk, you know? It's just, like, to me, when people think performance, you just – you're looking at God as a disciplinarian then at that point, and it's not a father thing. And, you know, Adam and Eve was, cre- you know, the, the whole garden situation was created with, to be in unity with God. And it wasn't mm-hmm. until sin came in that it separated us. God's intention for man was to be in love with him. His intention wasn't to have another servant. He doesn't need you to perform anything. The fact is, if you think you still have to perform, uh, you're not giving conscious credence to what Jesus did on the cross because wow. Jesus died for the fact that like you you have a 0% chance of ever like amounting to the standards God has for you and God realized that after giving people time and time again that to where he said you know I'll just send my son we'll have it done once and for all that's so good man yeah that that's a huge deal because I mean, just if you can if all of us can just realize that that 
nothing we can do can ever make us better at the end of the day. It's all about what Jesus did for us. That shows you like a whole different level of love. I mean, sure. it, it truly does. And I think that's a, a huge, kind of just a huge deal, a huge thing. Um, kind of moving along here then, what are some practical ways that we can remind ourselves that, that God truly loves us? What are some ways we can remember this? Because it sounds great you sharing it right now, and that brings it to my mind, so I remember it now, but what about tomorrow when I'm having a rough day or when I mess up or when I fall, like you're saying, when something goes wrong? What, what, what are some practical things we can do to really just keep this on, in our minds? To me, honestly, it's super easy, and this sounds, it may, if this is your first time hearing it, uh, I hope this blows your mind as much as it did the first time I realized it. Like, we are here now, and we're here in the present. We don't have the ability to live in the past or the future. Only God does. And so we often look at it as, okay, I haven't sinned today, or I sinned less today. But then tomorrow comes, and we're like, shoot, you know, I did this, I sinned, I did whatever your struggle is. When Jesus died, you weren't even born yet. Your grandfather hadn't even sinned yet. Your grandfather's grandfather probably hadn't even sinned yet. Like, Jesus didn't die all the sins you already committed they were all future sins Hmm. you know and it's just like jewish sacrifice when they used to before jesus have yearly sacrifices they weren't for everything they already did they were for the year to come so if they didn't make it through the whole year that sacrifice was for that so when jesus died it was for everything future so even if you stumble today or even if you stumble tomorrow god's not surprised by your sin he didn't account for it he accounted for every sin he knew was going to happen and made the perfect sacrifice for it then the fact that is that Jesus did that, if you just sit in that moment and actually believe, like, did Jesus really do what he said he did? All these witnesses said he did. Is it true? And if you remind yourself and ask yourself, is it true? And you say, yes, I do believe it's true. Then you have to remember in that moment that he loves you. He's not mad at That's you. Awesome. You know, and, and the word even talks about he's, he's quick to forgive. He draws near to the brokenhearted. So if you're true and sincere in your I just sin concept, you're not living in iniquity where you're doing the same sin every day willfully. But if you genuinely, you know, have been clean and sober for six months and you had that one relapse night or whatever it was, you know, and you're really broken, God's drawing near to you in that brokenness. Like he's, so he's right there with you, like wanting it to be better for you because he hates seeing you in pain too. That's so awesome, man. I, and I think you said something really important there when it comes to, to sin, which is not our main topic here, but kind of a, a good side note to hit is that, um, that th- there's a difference between making a mistake and then just blatantly living in sin. For sure. Throughout, throughout your life. And I think that that's a really big point that you said there. Yeah. Um, moving on to this, this next question also we, we have. Uh, so if we have this understanding that, that God loves us, what does this mean for our lives? What do our actions look like? If we're really walking in God's love, what, what do we do? What does that look like on a day-to-day basis? Um, I'll say, and honestly, man, I'm still like wrestling with what that looks like day-to-day. Just because, there's, dude, I'm selfish Everybody I know is selfish on some level, you know? And to me, like, on a day-to-day, the fact that if you're recognizing God loves you, it's a constant, you literally have to love others, you know? Because the reality is, is like, as awesome as I think you are, you don't deserve an ounce of God's grace. Right. You know, as awesome as I think any of my friends are, as awesome as I think I am, none of us deserve it. And the fact that we still got it, so... We can't look at each other in judgment and be like, oh, you know, you've sinned more than I have. So, And so if we recognize that God loved us, we should be free with each other, you know, and it shouldn't. That means when you're at the store or you're somewhere and you're rushing to get to church and some homeless guy's like, hey, do you have a dollar? You don't say, no, I don't. I got to hurry up and get to church. You're bothering me. You know, you're missing the point. Or if, you know, 
if you had a meal today and somebody asked you for a dollar for a meal or whatever it is and you don't give it to them because you're like, well, I haven't eaten yet and they may have possibly not eaten in a couple days, the love is, you know, I would rather not eat again today and you eat. You know, it's always thinking of somebody else before yourself because in all, all sincerity, God, God never had to do what he did. He didn't have to send Jesus. And so I think sometimes we forget that. And the fact is, like, you, you have a choice. You don't have to be kind. You don't have to love one another. But Jesus himself said, you know, that we, if we're going to fall in his footsteps, that we have to walk as he walked. Right. You know, and love as he loved. And he laid it all down. You know, people wanted to steal from him. I mean, Judas, his boy sold him out. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, like, he yeah. still did all those things. So if Jesus, if God loves us and we recognize it, we have to love others through action. And it has to go with sacrifice and everything. It's going to hurt because being unselfish hurts. I mean, I don't even like sharing string cheese with my daughter. You know? <laughs> and so, like, but it's those small steps, however small and minuscule. I share string cheese with my daughter because I'm like, you know what? I love you. And in the same sense, um, whatever, whatever hurts, if you have the nicest car and you don't like people getting in it because they're dirty and somebody needs a ride, mm-hmm. Jesus would give them a ride There's and you don't want to think about right it because like that's, that's true. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus would stop and pray with that person. Right. And so it's like, it's the cheesy, what would Jesus do? But in all sincerity, if Jesus is our rabbi, we have to walk and act exactly like he did. Yeah. Dude. That, that's so good, and, and the, the string chains example, I love that. that that's, that's a good example. I, I know a couple people about the, the car, though. That, that's, a, that's a tough one for some people. They're going to be like, yeah. oh, are you sure? Not in this car. They're going to they're gonna push stop and turn Yeah, they're, they're done listening. So for everyone who's still listening, yeah. I'm, I'm just kidding. But the, uh, one of the things you said there that I really like, you talked about how us following Jesus' example. And I think back to the life of Jesus, one of the things that he said that just always stood out to me so much, really just wraps up the gospel in my mind, when Jesus was asked what the most important thing is, he said, love God, love people, and teach people to do the same thing. Yeah. And I think the best way to teach people to, to love more is to show them love. So two and three, they almost go together. Like love God, love people. That's like the actionable way to, to show that you love God. And then people can watch that example you're setting and follow in those footsteps. Yeah. I think it's such a beautiful like circle the way it works. A random side note I'll say real quick is that one of the things in English culture that we've gotten away from in Hebrew that they spoke in back in the day, mm-hmm. they had less vocabulary, so words had normal dual or tri meaning. And the word for there's only one word they use for listen, hear, and obey. And in Jewish culture, they believe it's impossible to do one of the three without doing all three. So when your mom's like clean your room and she keeps telling you and you're like, Yes, mom, I hear you. In Jewish culture, if you didn't actually do it, that means you didn't hear it all because you're not hearing her, listening her, and obeying. And in the same sense, you can say you hear from God. But if you're not listening to his word and obeying his word in the true, genuine sense, you're not doing any of them. Wow. Man, that's so cool. Yeah. That, that, that's like really cool to hear right there. That, that could preach by itself for sure. Yeah. That, that's cool. Yeah, man. for sure. So uh, kind of coming close to the end of our time here together, do you have any final thoughts you want to share on this topic? I know this topic is, is huge. We get so many questions on this. Uh, I don't know if you have anything else you could – any wisdom you can share with us when we're closing here. Yeah, I'll just say, man, and I said in a post recently, um, and I know we've talked about it, but – to me, genuinely, man, like meeting Jesus and falling in love with Jesus. And once you realize, like, if you've never had someone explain the true, genuine love of God to you, like, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you haven't, like, hit me up or something, man. Like, Jesus, when you really meet the true Son of God, 
and like you figure out what his love's like once you're wrecked with like how that is it really is getting hit by a semi truck man you can't like once you realize how like when the scripture says we all fall short we so I think some of us think we're so close to that line like oh I almost had it I was so close and it's like no 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 your best day is not even comparable like you had you had less than a zero chance and it's like so in that circumstance man when you fall in love with Jesus your life has to look drastically different there mm-hmm. is no more like if it comes down to us skipping meals like we should and I'm guilty of it too but if we know we're gonna, where our food's coming from tomorrow we should actively be trying to maybe fast a meal and go search for people that haven't eaten at all today in this in this city yeah. you know if if we're if we're sitting there and not giving to people homeless people that ask us for money you know, if they're like, hey, man, and we're trying to judge their actions, I always just think about how little God would have given us if he thought about what we would have done with the blessing once wow. he gave it to us. Wow. And so it's like, in the same sense, God's not calling you to judge people in the sense of don't think about what they're going to do with what you'd give them. Just give to them. Mm-hmm. And it's not always financially, but give them your time. Like, people will abuse your time. Yeah. You know, there's plenty of times where people will just waste it and you'll feel like you wasted your whole day. But you know what? Like, there's plenty of days you've probably wasted of God's. There's probably plenty of time yeah. you've given God lip service and he's endured with it. And true, genuine love goes to the end. You know, one of my favorite bands has a line that says, how dare I call this love and not bear my cross. And the fact is, the cross costs Jesus everything. And he's not even asking for that in return. He's just He just wants something. And the fact is, you know, scripture also says, you have not been tempted to the point of shedding your blood. So the way I see it, is we should follow Jesus all the way up to the point of the cross because there's no reason for us to ever get on the cross because he's already done it. So everything short of following Jesus to the cross Mm -hmm. is what he's called us to do. But he'll never ask you to get on it because he's already done it. So when the people around you are in need, when a family member needs you, somebody needs you financially, somebody wants your time or a phone call, give it to them. That's great. You know? Man, that's so good. So, so much wisdom shared right there. Uh, you mentioned some like a post that you'd written recently that that uh, that talks about some of this topic. We're going to have that in the show notes for everybody to to listen to. This is such a relevant topic. Uh, the topic of love by itself is the most trending topic in the world for all time on, for on, sure. on the internet. But God's love, I think, especially, is something that Christians always wonder about because they want to know does God really love me? But then also unsafe people are looking for because they're searching for love. So this topic today is huge, and I, I want to ask anybody who's been listening to this today, please share this with friends and family, anyone, even if they're not saved. I know that this can really have a huge impact on people's lives. For show notes and discussion, visit podcast.dailyps.com. Thank you for listening to the Paradigm Shift Podcast.